0: Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. This is the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hello and welcome to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. Thank you, as always, for stopping by and listening to this episode, this Happy Clappy episode on this occasion. And as you know by now, I'm uh, sponsoring my own show, so I'm the midlife success coach and... uh, a whole lot more stuff but you can find out about my coaching and my courses and my books and my talking and speaking all that sort of stuff over at sarahjnaylor.com I could spend ages talking about all of that but (laughs) just to get on with what I love doing as well, which is recording this show. So here I am. I was actually inspired to talk about this subject by a post, a good friend of mine and my photographer, actually. She's done all my photographs, my professional photographs over the last, oh, cranky nine years. I think it is since about 2013. Suzanne, anyway, she'd done a post on LinkedIn today at the time of recording about being lucky. And, you know, people go, oh, you shouldn't, and she was basically saying, you know, you'll never hear me say I'm lucky. And what she meant about that is it's about the hard work you put in. And, you know, is it necessarily always hard work? Yes, it's it's an application. So anyway, cut a long story short, I thought I'd talk to you about (laughs) being lucky and what that actually means and what it looks like, because you could potentially perceive that some people are luckier than others. But that is sort of all your perception, your transference and your Based on your experience of the world and what you see and what you perceive, because it's all, everything's about perspective at the end of the day. Anyway, you get lucky because you create your own luck. So let me let me transport you back in time. <laughs> somewhat, Um, to the days when I was married to my ex-husband. I always used to say to the girls at work, oh, I don't have a life, which is why I enter competitions. Not that I'm saying that you don't need a life to enter competitions, because you can have a life and enter them. But as it was, I didn't go anywhere. And I spent a lot of my time at home, literally just finding competitions to enter through a magazine I subscribed to and entering competitions, which is how I actually met a good friend of mine, Lorraine, uh, who actually was up Uh, up at the weekend to the time I was recording this episode, uh, who I met having won a competition (laughs) in Italy, we met on the side. And I've actually done a podcast episode with her. So if you actually have a look through my guest episodes going back some time, you'll find one with Lorraine Day. And we talk about our friendship and how we met through entering competitions. My point being is you could perceive that I was really lucky because I used to win a lot of competitions. However, it was the application and the effort that I put in to entering the competitions that made me lucky, if you like. So yes, I won competitions and you could say, yes, she was lucky. She won loads of competitions. However, the reality was that I would subscribe to a competitor's magazine. I think it was competitor's companion. It was called, who knows if it's still running. However, they would list all the competitions that were running that they were aware of and they had a competition entry form exchange, which you would gather up. I mean, these are the days, I don't know, you know, globally whether it was the case, but prior to the onslaught of computers and the internet really taking off because I am going back quite a long time. I'm going back to the late 90s, early noughties, I think, something around there. Computers, they weren't so prevalent. Yes, we used them, had emails, but the internet wasn't as it is today. And you'd go into supermarkets and stores and wherever you'd go, there'd be a ent- competition entry form. So you'd gather these competition forms together. And if you'd got more than one, you could, or you have got two or three, you could send them off in this entry form exchange and say which one, which comp- competition entry forms you wanted. And there'd be this exchange. So you would get back in the post because you'd send a replied paid envelope and you'd get a selection of competition entry forms that you hadn't been able to access yourself. And, and that's what would happen. So I would be entering, crikey, somewhere in the region, possibly sometimes about 40 competitions <laughs> a week. So I'd be writing my um, postcards. In fact, that's how I... Ended up in Italy. It was a competition I'd been made aware of because of my subscription to this magazine. And it was with a bread company called Kingsmill and I just literally put my name and address on a postcard, put it in, put a put a stamp on it, put it in the letterbox, and I won. My friend Lorraine actually entered off the back of the bread itself, and I say, hey presto! I think it was twenty years ago we, we ended up meeting on the side of uh, side of the mountainside in um, Italy, in the Orvieto region, having won a cookery competition, which came complete with flights, car hire, etc., all for the price essentially of a stamp. Although I say I paid um, to be. Be a subscriber of this magazine at the time. So I was creating effectively my own look, and this is what my friend Suzanne was pointing out. Uh, you know, she's been doing, working as a photographer now for 17, I think 17 years, something like that. I can't remember how many years since she trained, retrained, because she'd had a big career change from working as a, a buyer for global brands. But Yeah. Anyway, so she retrained, but she's put the work in. She's done the study. She's built up her business. She continues to build up her business, as do I with all that I do. So the way I live my life today is one that I've created for myself. It's not been without its challenges. It continues to throw challenges at me. However, you know, I feel very fortunate. I'm very grateful for the life I've been able to create for myself. But that comes down to that self-belief, doing the inner work. I, I was recording a podcast episode only yesterday today with the lovely uh, Nikki Price who it will be released very soon and we talked we talked very much about the subconscious and the conscious mind and you know what you focus in on is what you get back because you know we can change our behaviour we aren't our behaviour we we can change our external world because it's a reflection of our internal world so we have to be really mindful about what we project out there what we think speak act behave you know everything that we do it transmits energetically and that actually then comes back to us in abundance so you know we can only change how we experience the world by changing ourselves. You can't force somebody else to do something differently. And coming back to the luck thing, you know, it's not about luck. It's about recognising opportunities. It's recognising things that are presented to you. It's maybe, you know, it's like me doing this podcast episode. Now I was sitting here in front of the screen thinking, okay, so I need to record some happy clappy episodes because they go out every Friday and I haven't got any left. (laughs) So I think, what what will I talk about? Because I like to have something that comes to me that inspires me. And it suddenly, you know, what I'd read that Susanna had put this morning sort of dropped into my head. I then sort of sit with that for maybe sort of 30 seconds, minute, a couple of minutes. It depends. But I like to work very instinctively and very intuitively. So it's like feeding something and put, planting that seed, watering it quickly, <laughs> and letting it um, grow really rather quickly as well. So, you know, then I sort of jump in and I sort of talk extemporaneously. It was a word I was given a couple of years ago. So I've discovered that word, which means... Sort of free flowing. I talk as it comes into my head. So, apologies if you think, "What is she on about? Who does she think she is?" But yes, I just like to talk about what comes into my head. I like to sort of recognise those opportunities. So, you know, coming back again, back round to the luck thing, it's recognising the opportunities. It's seizing those opportunities. It's acting upon them. In fact, I could go back to my early days as a child, there used to be a fate on every year in some house garden somewhere in a local village that we would go to. It became apparent that I can't remember what it was. I can't remember the exact details because I really was very, very young. But essentially, my friends and I were going around collecting, I think it was either tin cans or empty... It might have been empty um, crisp bags or it could have been a combination of both. But effectively, we were picking them up and gathering them and taking them to the organisers. Do you know I think it might have been cans. But if we collected so much, we would then get paid. I think it was actually either in paid in cash or money or it was pence. It was literally pence, you know, <laughs> we we're going back. because I was very young. I was born in 1965. So we're going back to the late 1960s, very early 1970s. So it was, you know, small money. I would then go and exchange that for all these really lovely polished stones. And do you know, I think there's something about the crisp bags as well. I think there was something to do with the World Wildlife Fund or something that you collect crisp bags. What I'm saying is I was recognising these opportunities, seizing what was there, collecting stuff and, you know, turning it into something that I wanted. And And that's true of life, you know. You can sit there and say, I want this to happen and sit back and go, well, the law of attraction hasn't delivered it. But you have to actually take action. You have to be aware of what you've put out there and how it comes back at you. And it may not come back at you in the shape, form, image, whatever it is, experience that you're expecting. But it's it's about looking deeper. It's about recognising that and creating your own look. I do hope that's made some sort of sense. Anyway, this is me over and out because we've done my 10 minutes and I like my happy clappies to be nice and short and happy clappy. So yeah, this has been me, Sarah J Naylor of Harnessing Happiness. I wish you all a great rest of the day, week, month, year, whatever it is that you do. Yeah, thank you for listening. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please do rate, review, subscribe do whatever it is you do on your platform and until next time if you want more from me you can obviously listen to more episodes or you can head over to sarahjaynaylor.com do get in touch I'd love to hear from you it's really lovely recording all these episodes but it's also equally very very fab when I hear back from you too so anyway have a great time and here's wishing you all lots of luck (laughs) lots of love Thanks a lot. Bye. That was the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hear full length episodes of the Harnessing Happiness podcast, released every Tuesday. And for more exclusive content from Sarah, just visit sarahjnaylor.com.